Welcome to the Young Saints Leadership Podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things youth, from leadership culture to supernatural youth ministry and discipling revivalists. We hope you guys enjoy. What's up? Welcome back. Yes, we're back. Today feels kind of like a goofy mood, so we'll see what happens. Yes. You know? Um, but before we begin, you guys have already celebrated Christmas by the time you hear this. Uh-huh. Wow. So now we're saying Happy New Year's is coming. Yep. Happy, Happy New Year's. And this is the last episode of season two. So get ready. Season three will be coming your way, but not yet. But yep. first, what are you guys doing? What did you do for Christmas? I guess we have to talk in the pre. I can't. <laughs> you know, for those what who I will don't say, know, Christmas Day is Dante's birthday. Yeah, it's true. It's it was true. Very special. The big twenty-eight. <gasps> wow. Wow, you're only twenty-eight. Yeah, Man, good oh, job, I thought bro. that was pretty old. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel, I feel, my knees uh, feel on my back. <laughs> <laughs> but this was so cute. I was taking. Dante's son, Zai, to his house that one day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Zai, are you excited for Christmas? And he's like, yeah. Do you know my dad's birthday's on Christmas? He shares it with Jesus. <laughs> You're like, like, darn right I You're do, so son. Cute. Yeah, darn right I do. He's the best. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Well, something that was fun in our holiday season that I love is we all had- All the millions of Christmas all parties. All the millions of Christmas parties. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know where you guys are from, but here, every, every department, department, every volunteer team, team every staff team, has a Christmas, has party Christmas party for every party. Yeah, it's shocking. Yeah. So you go to all of them. Yeah, which I get because every department wants to celebrate their team. Yeah, it's just but then when it's you're like mixed you have in like with five, a few different departments, right. and everybody's like, at Target for white elephant gifts. Yes, and, it's yeah, shocking. technically, that's our. I don't know of any other. No, I've, heard, I've heard a couple. Really, yeah, doing white elephant gifts. Awesome. Yeah, exchange. They're not as extravagant in chaos and drama as always. Oh, but no, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, well, we I had, sent we Rory a reel people about our yeah. white elephant because someone brought a Stanley cup. If you don't know what they are, look it up to the white elephant. And there was a reel on Instagram about white elephants and someone bringing a Stanley cup saying, hey, that's over budget. And everyone's fighting over it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that literally happened that at our us. Christmas party. Yeah. That was us. It was us. But yeah, if you can imagine 48 different people doing a white elephant at the, the same time. The longest white elephant it, ever. But hey, we got it done <laughs> in an And when you're like hour. number five, you're out real early. Oh, so you, you pray. Worst. When you're number five, you're like, please let me keep picking good You gotta play your cards steal. right. Reach out to me if you need some white elephant gives yeah. exchange Dante does like some well. ways to do it yeah Dante we gets do it to where it's not just on his team. random crap from your house because that's right. a lot of white elephants as they just bring random things just but we actually do like a 15 to 20 dollar budget yeah and you try to make it something that people would actually enjoy well it'd be unique but then it gets really vicious we ever did like from your house but it had to be something that you know people would want it's like something oh, you would want fine. from your house yeah, so yeah you'd yeah. want to almost take it back like you wouldn't want to lose it like something I like that. that good. I, like I don't that. like that. I like of course it. you don't like it because I'd give your Stanley Cup away. No, be you like, wouldn't. put it in the pot. I don't think I want to like a straw though. of a Stanley Cup used straw. Give it, babe. Give but like, it. think about taking something from your house and you love that. Why would you do that? I would never give away something I love. 
That's the season of Christmas is giving is better than receiving, That's good. man. But it's That's already good. in my heart. I like that. Anyways. I'll get them it's a about, nice gift. It's about the gift of giving. <laughs> the gift of giving. Yeah, you go buy something that's but not already yours. is that yours. really giving if you've just used the money to buy it? <laughs> yeah, Anyways, absolutely. we're getting off. So, Anyways, before we hop into the topic, I do want to say, because <laughs> this is our last episode, please like, subscribe, review. Oh, yes. Like if, if Let us this know what season, you want us to, if there's any topics yes, you want us to talk yes, about. And if, and if you've been impacted, we love to see the review views that you guys write yes. and um just how it's actually impacting you share it with your friends uh, we really appreciate come on that mm-hmm. yeah yeah love that that's great so what is what's the topic today what are today, we diving into we are talking about a season of encounters so get ready because mm-hmm. honestly we might release some right now while you're listening Whoa. yeah, yeah. No, it's true can you do that on a podcast I, I think so yeah. absolutely i do believe oh, yeah. so oh yeah but it's been a wild so season right honestly Let's all three go. of us sitting here have had crazy encounters yeah. in the last started yeah, like four months seems like they kind of pile up on each other i know <laughs> no, just it felt compiled. like a, yeah. a downpour i don't even know how to keep track yeah. of it which yeah. is great i love the seasons of downpour but not all every season, but right now we feel like God it's is doing a season something right now. Yeah. How would you like to kick this off? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I don't, when did it start? Not fully sure, but we did have a, um, I think it event. started in October. We had an event. Open heavens. Yes. Call open heavens. Yes. Here at I Bethel. would say that that was a significant um, shift over yes. our environment. Even our whole church. Yes. Yeah. What is an open heaven? I, it, here's here's what I would say. Yeah, the heavens are open. <laughs> Pretty much. They've always opened. Ren the heavens, Ren, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that something that's been happening that um, I don't know, I, we will not know all the thoughts of this, but hopefully this podcast will stir faith when you listen to what God is wanting to do or is doing. I think that would be the goal of this is it feels like we, we use the term here at Bethel, a thin place, mm, meaning yeah. this, that heaven and earth feel very close that you almost can seamlessly pass through mm. to the spirit realm. And you're like, wow, the presence of God is so tangible. The glory of God is showing up everywhere. The man, I can hear God's voice so clear right now. Uh, man, there's encounters that I'm not even like trying to have that are happening to me because it feels like it, it like, yeah, heaven and you, earth you are so close. Yourself in spaces where it feels like anything can happen. Yes, yeah. the awareness yeah. of God. You don't have to think up the awareness of God. Yeah. You're just aware of God. Yeah. Happened to me this morning. We were. I was t- doing something. And I started sharing something and I felt the Holy Spirit leap inside of me. And I was like, wow, I feel like so much of God right now in what we're talking about. And I wasn't even like thinking of that. I wasn't like Mm -hmm. trying to um, release something or say anything. And I felt Mm -hmm. it like well up in me. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? Um, Those, those seasons, I don't even know if they're seasons. I don't know if they're supposed to be the lifestyle. I don't actually know. Yeah. Yeah. I know though that right now it feels like, over young saints over Bethel Mm -hmm. there has been a really significant shift of seasons where there's a lot of encounters um, happening across our environments yeah I mean I do think it's in seasons though because if you think of a gardener which is what Jesus is if you had a garden downpour would kill your plants if it was all the time yeah no totally and sometimes you need different seasons to make roots grow yep yeah. you know what so I mean? it's almost but, like um even after you know outpouring or downpour 
that there's a space of the growth that comes yes. from that. Yes. Like yes. the fruit that comes yes. actually from that. And and I think that's something that we value. It's like not just encounters yes. unto nothingness, yes. but encounters that, that actually lead to, fruit. lead to something. That, yes. that when they lead to action. When he touches to, me, it is yes. actually unto something. Well, Which is so true because I would yeah. say there's been seasons where people have all these encounters, but we can't always see the visible results. Fruit. And I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that yeah. they weren't, but like, yeah. I feel like specifically right. in this last season, every person that I know is that is having encounters. There is visible right. change, right. change right. Yeah. of yeah. what is happening yeah. inside and we of them. We might not see all of it yeah, until we're on the other sure. side of eternity. Absolutely. But, but, but there it feels is like some, it's, it's that transformational. It's a, this thing. It's the verse that I've, I had an encounter with God a few weeks ago, maybe six or seven now. It was really wild and radical. But in this encounter um, that lasted a couple hours, I believe it's Acts 1-8. I'm pretty sure it's Acts 1-8. But it's in Acts 1. I think it's verse 8. But in this encounter, this angel, this voice, it was an angelic voice that was just shouting, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you to be my witness. And that's the verse is that, and Jesus said, you know, go and wait because you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you to be my witness first in Jerusalem, then Judea, then Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. And, but in this encounter, I knew I was like, encounters are to lead to us being a witness They're They're actually, the encounters are a revelation of God in our lives to actually see the world differently and to see God move in the world. And it's not just to go, yay. I did it. I got an encounter. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My spirituality is in check. It's actually to go, man, this is, I'm supposed to receive the nature of God, the power of God to be a witness, to see the world around me encounter God. I I think a clear picture of that is with Jacob, you know, wrestling with it. Um, the angel. And then he came out with a limp. (laughs) There's something. And everybody then had to ask him, Hey, why do you have a limp? It's all of Israel. Hey, set up remembrance stones, do something that causes people to stop and go, why is that there? Why do you look different? Why are you behaving different? Yeah. That's the season it feels is like so many encounters to actually, I don't know if you want to go this deep, but here we are. (laughs) I've noticed in this season, a lot of times encounters, you always think of wild, fun, crazy joy. Mm -hmm. But in this season, (laughs) (laughs) encounters have been like almost revealing pain. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like the Lord is dealing with deep. Revealing what's hidden. Yes. Revealing what's hidden. And it's like he's he's almost like sifting through our lives because something is coming. And it's almost that we've been getting words over Bethel. And I just have been noticing there's like this holiness, plumb line, kind of all these words that he's Mm -hmm. realigning us. And sometimes he needs to deal with the deep things before we can actually reveal who he is. Yeah. Does that make sense? I want to encourage you if you're listening right now and you're like, I've been in that season, but I, I was unaware that, that it was actually a good season. Cause sometimes yes. when, when pain comes up, we, we sometimes as humans think something's wrong or sin's coming right. up, something's wrong or right. hidden places are coming up. Something's wrong. It feels like that is, that is where the glory of God has been yes. revealing stuff yes. in yeah. our environment. Is that sifting that, Hey, you can't carry this weight anymore for what's coming. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I even know for me specifically, and you guys can share on yours, but I would say I felt something shifting over my life, probably October ish. And it was all these amazing things. I was getting called out, all these prophetic words. And I'm like, I am in a butterfly season emerging (laughs) and it's wonderful. (laughs) And then I had this literal, I I can't call it anything else besides an encounter, which it felt like a very different encounter because it was the Lord revealing so much pain in my life that I thought, I'd already dealt with. I didn't yeah. even really know it was still there, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And But I could feel the Lord drop on me. And I was actually leading worship at youth. And I was like, why here, God? Why are all these? And all these people are watching me just weep on stage. And they're like, wow, she's encountering the love of God. I want to hear all about that encounter. I'm like, you don't even know what was happening in me. Yeah, yeah. But it felt like the Lord was very near to me and he was almost resting on me to and i go is this really the time god he goes it's the time and so i was like okay so i let myself feel all these emotions with holy spirit and he almost showed me this timeline of my life and uh, and then it led to i needed to have conversations with a few different people and i was but in my head i'm like why am i encountering so much pain in my butterfly season doesn't he know (laughs) that this is beautiful and wonderful and breakthrough and but yet i'm in pain right now and but honestly that encounter has led to so much more breakthrough even now that that almost shifted something greater over me i I can speak to that too because i I think a lot of times you know whether it's you get a prophetic word or an encouraging word that confirms like destiny or, or whatever I think a lot of times we can almost take that and say, okay, I don't have to deal with the other stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, got, I got the good thing. So let me, let me just focus on that when it's like, the Lord is like, actually, I want to deal with this stuff so that you can carry that word. And that's what feels like it's happening. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. It, it feels like that. It feels like we're in the season. The Lord is dealing with things so that we can actually carry something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, I don't know it's a merciful like. season right now. Yes. I think if, if the Lord is, is bringing up hidden sin, if he's bringing up pain, if he's bringing up hidden places in our lives, yeah. um, don't look at it as a bad thing. It's actually his mercy going before us yes. and and paving the way inside of us to step into the glory and the holiness that he has for us. But if yeah. we don't deal with this stuff now, that, that space actually is very destructive yeah. if sin and hiddenness is present. And what, yeah. what's amazing is that when you, you yield, the Holy Spirit is so kind. He is. Like he, he is so willing to go there with us. Yes. He yes. is so ready to bring us into the fullness <laughs> yes, so of, our, of our life. Like he, he wants Jesus to be magnified in us. For sure. And so if there's any space that isn't him, he's like, I'm going to press on that yeah. until it Come hurts. On. Come on. Because I don't want you to have this for what I want to fill you with. Yes. And that and that glory, nothing compares to it. And so he will literally flip over the tables in our lives in order. I, I think yeah. that picture even of Jesus when he goes and he sees, you know, these people doing business in the temple and, and he's like, what is happening? And him flipping over tables. I think that that's a picture of our lives mm-hmm. that he actually looks and scours our life. And he says, oh, this actually shouldn't be here. I'm mm-hmm. flipping over tables to actually set things right. Yeah. Yes, so it's good. true. Yeah. 
I love that. I'm going to go way off topic right yep, now and yep. then we can go right back on. Go there. Yep. I just keep hearing Trisha. So I don't know if you're going to be listening to this. It's super clear right now. And so I'm just going to prophesy over you and then we can get right back to what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt like there's going to be somebody on this podcast named Trisha because I keep seeing your your name in my mind. Um, and I feel like I, I feel like I'm just going to take a few risks I, and then please, if you listen to this, reach out. Trisha, and if you're Trisha, out. please confirm. Or if you know a Trisha, send this to her. Um, but I, I keep just seeing a family. And so I don't know what that fully means, but I feel like there's a significant thing with a child. And so I'm just going to pray in a few different ways because I obviously can't see you to ask you what this is. Um, but the sense I get is I feel like the Lord is saying it's it's the season to dream again for, for children. Mm. And that, and he's breaking infertility. And so, and even if you're on here listening and you're like, man, I'm not named Trisha, but I mean, my uh, spouse have been trying to conceive a child. There is a grace right now and he's breaking infertility. And I just see him breaking it right now and healing what needs to be healed um, for you to conceive. Mm -hmm. Um, And even in the man, if it's a man listening, that like if it's on you, um, that the Lord is actually healing you right now um, to actually be able to to, to do what you, you've been created to do to yeah. bear children. Mm-hmm. And, and he's just breaking infertility. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see family being restored. And Trisha, I even see um, extended family that you're about to have a reconciliation um, with extended family. Cause in this picture mm-hmm. um, I see it starting with a baby that something's, there's a miracle and a shift happening for you, mm-hmm. but then it's actually going to draw back in both like parents wow. that have felt mm-hmm. like you can't connect with that there's about to be a fresh grace to connect with parents, um, even specifically your mom, that there's going to be a fresh grace for you to actually have conversations with your mom and you're going to feel the difference that the Holy Spirit is there with you. And I want to encourage you um, to activate this word when you go to make the phone call because you're going to feel a knowing to make the phone call. Say, Holy Spirit, I thank you that I'm being obedient and I thank you for grace, that you're not just going, I hope this word is right. You're partnering with it. Yeah. And so we just bless you right now. And then something else I see um, is brain tumors. I see a brain right now and and I just see the the Lord is healing and removing brain tumors. So if you know somebody or it's you, I just see right now, like brain tumors dissolving as you're listening to this podcast that there it's weird. I don't have never actually seen brain tumors. Um, and I just see it melting away like wax. Like you're going to feel your head get really hot. It's going to melt away. So we just bless you guys. Yeah. Come on. We can get back to it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Encounters. Yeah. Encounters. Yeah. Hopefully, you just encountered good. God through Hopefully. that. Hopefully. Yeah. As soon as Rory said the name Trisha, I actually heard the name Megan. Come on. Um, and I just felt like there's a peace um, that was about to come to your um, marriage. And I felt like um, just relationships, mm, that there's been on. like almost tension around your relationships. And I feel like it's had to do with some things being exposed, but then it causing almost like a lot of pain. And and I feel like there's just a grace in this season for healing and for people to surround you. And I just saw people just like surrounding Megan. And and I just feel like there's about to be almost like an openness, like a, a, a window of like where people that have been closed off, that they actually will open up and actually begin to receive the forgiveness and the freedom that this season is opening up. So Megan, we just we bless you wherever yes. you are. If yes. there's multiple Megans, amazing. Yes. We bless, bless you. Bless all the Megans. Yes. yes. 
So good. Yeah, come on. Love that. Yes. I, I think something that's important in these seasons is to just know, like, how do you partner with a season when God is doing something? Yeah. And um, I think just speaking into this, because I, I know there's no way we are the only people that God is stirring this in. Right. Totally. I know that this is a, he is stirring something in the earth right now. And um, I was even this morning said something that I feel like is significant for right now is, is the Lord exposes stuff to deal with stuff. He actually never yeah. exposes stuff to not deal with stuff. And the revelation hit me three, two, three years ago. We, there was a worldwide exposure of fear that we have partnered with. Hmm. It was a worldwide exposure of the spirit of fear that has been partnered with. Hmm. And he would not reveal that if he was not going, the grace is available to destroy that and to deal with it. And I feel like there is like an exposing right now. And how do we partner with this season? We go, God, it was, you said the word we yield to what you're doing and whatever you ask. And I think a lot of people, um, we can say, Oh yes. Okay. God, I yield. No, no, no. Stop. Get on your face. It's true. Get quiet and say, Holy spirit, what do I need to yield yes. in my life? Yes. Because I think sometimes we want to imagine by our good works that we are yielded. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're, we're doing good stuff, so yeah. we're yielded. I'm yielded because I'm doing the ministry. Or I'm yielded yeah. because I'm kind. That's not it. Um, there is always new yielding because the yes. Holy Spirit's like, I'm going to keep asking for stuff that's even good that's going to stretch you. Yes. I'm going to ask yes. for stuff that you're like, hmm. It's true. Yeah. Bad, not that. Yeah. God, yeah. I, I would yield sin. We always think sins. Right. The moment we stop sinning, we think we're good. We're good. Right. Yeah. And that's actually like the, st- like when you get saved, a life sin is that. broken. Mm-hmm. Then you follow Jesus. <laughs> like, like then you follow Jesus. Right. I think sure. the church has been stuck right. in the sin thing. So the moment we get free of sin, we're like, oh, we're finally arrived. I'm right. like, no, no, no. Like, no yeah. this is the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. got through the gate, you know, yeah. good job. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and honestly, in this season, I feel like the Lord's been asking me to give up things that I'm like, that's not even a big deal. So what? Like, why am I having to not do that? That doesn't feel like a big deal, God. But I feel this conviction. I'm like, it's just not the time to do Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'll share a personal encounter that happened. I I can trace back to go, this started for me, me partnering with the season of encounters that is opening up over Bethel. And I was in a youth service and which is so funny because I was like, this is not the place. Like if you're in ministry leadership, like that's not the place you want to have your moment where God is like, I'm now, you know, I always tell people it's going to be in the moment you, you don't want it to be. Um, it's never in the moment that you're like, I'm in my room, convenient. in my quiet time. Yeah. Lord, here no I am. Will no one will know what's happening yeah. to me. And you're like, well, he didn't ask anything Ugh. of me, but the moment I, I stepped into the place of work or something, he required it. And you think, no, that can't be God. Uh, that, that has to be. Yeah. Yeah. The devil. It's not true. I was sitting in new service. We had somebody speaking in junior and I'm sitting there listening. It was one of our core leaders and I start crying. Like tears are coming down and I'm like, what is happening it's to me? It's not necessarily your it's MO. Not, it's not my MO. I'm not, I'm not the guy that's sitting there <laughs> crying for no reason. Definitely not. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I don't even know why tears are coming. Like I know I start feeling the Holy Spirit so strong and I'm like, I'm like, like, like stream tears. And I'm like, Oh my God, he probably thinks like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm so sorry. I'm trying to engage anyway. So he finishes speaking and I'm like, like sniffling, ugly cry, like, you know, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening to me. And all of a sudden a parent grabs me and I have to have this conversation. I'm like, what is going on? 
come back in. It's high school service. Dante's speaking. We get through worship. Dante's speaking. I sit back down and all of a sudden it happens again. And I am like crying and I start ugly crying. Like, <gasps> and I'm like, why am I? <gasps> I'm like starting to make a scene. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not speaking. Speaking. So I'm like, God, what are you doing? I get on the floor. My face is in the carpet because I'm just trying so hard to like not being a distraction, but I am like, waves of the presence of God. And I hear him say, um, Rory, I'm requiring something of you. And I'm like, okay, anything. And he goes, I need your shield of protector. Mm -hmm. And it was the, I felt a resistance in me. I went, nope, that's mine. And I, then I was surprised. I was like, oh my God, he didn't even ask for anything. What? Why am I resisting? Yep. Like I felt it. Like I knew I pulled everything back and I was like, and he said again, right. I need your shield of protector. And I knew it. I was like, Oh my God, I have placed an identity around this. I I've said, I'm an eight on the Enneagram. I'm a protector. I'm a D on the disc. I'm this dominating person that protects an environment. I protect people. I protect my family. I protect myself. And I was like, I, I have become something that was your job. You are the protector. And I physically said, God, I yield this to you. And I'm so sorry. And I felt myself and I felt exposed. And I was like, oh no, I can't save people anymore. I can't step in in my strength and save people anymore. And that started something in me, that act of surrender and going, God, I won't do that anymore. You're my protector. Launched me into encounters that have been happening. Wow. Wow. So good. So good. Gosh, like I want to encourage you. And and it was not, it was in a moment where I could have easily bypassed the spirit of God. I could have said, not now come to Rory, get your act together. You're leading. What are you doing? Like, it's so easy to, um, spiritualize why we should not go and follow Jesus in an encounter because of the, the normal leadership back talk that happens of like, you're a leader. Yeah. You know? And I just want to, we only have a few more minutes left, but I want to encourage anyone that's listening. You do not have to be in Redding, California at Bethel church to have these encounters. Yeah, no. Like Jesus's blood is what opened heaven, not yeah. anything else we did. Not and so there's man, already an open heaven wherever you are. Yeah. And also we've had some wild encounters when we felt absolutely nothing yeah. in the environment. Yeah. There was one youth service. Where I was like, i these kids are just chatty. They are not engaging. And Literally some crazy encounters came out of that night. And so I want to encourage you, you don't have to feel like you have to be here or be a certain church or a certain person or super spiritual. Most of the encounters have not been happening. They haven't felt like super spiritual. spiritual. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I feel like God is doing something all across the earth. And so I just wanted to encourage you, you don't have to be in a certain place, a certain person or a certain moment with God where these can happen. They can happen to you anytime, anywhere, as long as you are yielding to whatever he wants. just looking for yielded hearts. And I just, I want to encourage you. It is the season to stop and take honest inventory of our lives and go, God, am I actually yielding everything you're asking me to in this season? Yeah. Not did I get saved once and tell you I serve you. Am I yielding everything in this season? Yes. This moment that you're asking of me, that's what I want to do. Yeah. It's so good. And, and also I just want to say this one last thing. I, I think him encountering you, he, he wants, he wants you. Yep. Yes. Like, and so I, I, I cause I'm, the reason I'm saying this is because, um, 
encounters is a normal language in our environment. Totally. And so I can, I, yep, yep, if, go, if you're having, if you're having encounters with God where you're like, am I the only one, you know, or, or it feels like an unsafe space to like, just know that like, this is real. Yes. yes. Like, like he is actually wanting to touch yes. and to remove and to set free. And so wherever you're at, whether your church is yeah. about it, whether your community, if he is touching you and, and you're listening to this and you're like, man, my spirit, I feel something right now. Like that is confirming that yes. the spirit testifies. He actually testifies of what Jesus is doing totally. inside of us. Come on. And so I just want to encourage you yep. if, if it feels like, Am I the only one? You might be. You might be. Yep. And that's, that's okay. okay. Yep. That's okay. This is a really intentional, good season that For God sure. is doing something in. So, And if you come from an environment where you're like, it's not about encounters. It's only about the finished work of the cross or whatever. Or the word. Or the word, which is totally true. But what we mean by encounters is just like a moment where the weightiness of his presence drops on you. Yes. It's not like that's all we're after, but there is a season where his weightiness is wanting to drop and deal with things and yeah. cause things to awaken in you. Well, and I'll, I'll say this, I'll, I'll, I'll use the Bible in a way that will share maybe a revelation I've been getting in this season yes. for people that are going, yeah. I'm not used to encounters. Totally. For me, I, I, I'm noticing more and more when when you're working and, and yielding to God, encounters are the way he reveals his nature. And, and it actually requires so much trust and yieldedness on our side to actually lean into an encounter. Cause you're like, this is, this is a mystery. This doesn't make sense always. Yeah. Uh, it's a little like, I'm, I'm unaware of what's happening, so I can't control it. Oh no, I, I don't know what's about to happen next. This is when you yes. know it's a God encounter when you're like the thoughts I'm having, I'm not like forming them or, yeah. uh, I don't yeah. actually know when am I going to get off the floor? I don't know. Cause I feel like I am stuck. Yes. That's when you know, like there's there's a greater presence and authority that's coming on you, yes. and it, I can see it, you see it in Acts, and I'll share one story in Acts where Peter is is praying right at Simon Peter's um, the Simon the Tanner's house, and he has a encounter with God. The sheep drops down, they see the animals, right? And God says, rise up, kill and eat Peter three times. Mm -hmm. Peter's like, no, not me, Lord. I never let anything um, unholy in my mouth. And he goes, what what I have called um, unclean, let no man call unclean. And, or what I've called holy, let no man call unholy. And, and Peter's like, what? Now, right then he goes, now men are going to come and you need to follow them. Still, he doesn't tell Peter why. He just says, men are going to come. You're going to follow him. All of a sudden, three men knock on the door. Peter says, I'm supposed to go with you. He doesn't know why. Yeah. He follows these men to the house of a Gentile. All of a sudden, he stands there. He still doesn't know why he's there. And then it clicks. I am here to bring the gospel because these the Gentiles are actually supposed to receive the same gospel that we have received. Wow. Right? And then a whole household gets saved. How easy would it have been for a voice from heaven to just say, Peter, I'm ready to save the Gentiles. I've been saying this for the last, how many years, right. how many prophetic words, all nations, Peter, yeah, get yeah, up, yeah. go to this house and I'm ready to, the Gentiles to wow. be saved. But God needed Peter to have an encounter to reveal so that Peter yeah. would walk away and go, there is not a shadow of a doubt in my mind 
that God has not orchestrated for the Gentiles to be saved because then he had to go back to the council in Jerusalem and share the testimony of the whole encounter and say, I think it's God's heart that everyone (laughs) is to be saved. You have to realize like the the encounter was the revelation of who God was to Peter to see Gentiles get saved. So good. That then affected the whole church. But he could have got in his, could have just said, Peter, this is it. But he does it. Because right. he actually is an experiential God yeah. that wants to experience us because his nature is experiential. Yes. It's not just head knowledge. It's not just words. It's an experiential yes. nature that you have to experience to understand. Mm-hmm. Just like you have to experience a hug to understand a hug. You have to experience giving birth to understand birth. You have to experience having a kid to fully right. understand it. Right. To understand God, it cannot just be taught or or heard about. Yes. You have to experience 100%. it. 100%. And so I want so to pray for, yes. for encounters. Yeah. That God, I, I just thank you, Holy Spirit, right now that you are going out in this podcast, that, yes. that the, the spirit realm knows no space or time. Yes. And so yeah. we declare that every person watching would start having an awakening of yeah. encounters, radical encounters right now that would last hours and days mm-hmm. that we would be taken up to see you, Jesus, to see the Father, to experience yes. your glory yes. and presence. Father, I thank you that your, your ways and your word are going out right now and that are captivating people in new ways. Yes, God. Holy Spirit, we just declare right now, it is a season of encounters that everyone listening, Mm -hmm. that there would be an opening up of dreams in the night, God dreams, encounters in the night, God encounters that would open up over your church right now. Everyone listening, we bless you guys. We bless your spirit, your soul, your body to be awakened in a new way to the revelation of Jesus Christ. So good. Amen. 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 Now that is a wrap for season two. We love That's you. By the time you hear this, you're either about to yes. have a new year or be in 2023. So may God bless you with seasons of encounter that 2023 would be a year of encountering the reality of God. Yeah, yeah. And we can't wait to come back for season three. We love you all. Bye. Bye.